for a while. Uh, I would expect that we will be going live any moment. Oh, here we are. I see, I see ourselves in the live stream. You know what that means. That means. I would expect that we will be going live. It, that means it's time for me to let the audio from the live stream bleed into this live stream for just a moment. And then uh, we should be more or less ready to go. So welcome to everybody tuning in. This is another episode of Dojo U Live. I think that makes this episode six. Not bad. I'm here with Carl Donnelly, Chief Operating Officer at Dojo, at the Piper's Dojo and Dojo University. So if you're mad that the dojo operates poorly, uh, blame the guy underneath me. It doesn't though, it operates well. Um, <clears throat> what is Dojo U Live, you ask? This sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's because I have it written on a text document here. Well. Dojo U Live is an extension of Dojo University, which is an online bagpipe school uh, where we have a bunch of different features like live classes, an infinite archive of previously recorded live classes, and blog articles, and videos, educational videos. Uh, we have a Facebook group that's secret to just our members, where people can hang out with top pipers in the world. We have a daily dose program where people can work on specific exercises every single day, upload them to a different but similar Facebook group for uh, feedback from our staff. If you live in the USA at the moment, you get a huge discount on supplies, uh, so on and so forth. And so we do all this live class stuff, but you know, Carl, you know what we are missing? Missing, we're missing one little thing. Which is a little goal to shoot for, a little way to test our skill in performance. So we can learn all day long, but until we put that learning to the test, we don't know if we're making any gains. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. that's what we've done here. All about this. Uh, that's where Dojo U Live comes in. Each week, we offer up a little mission to the players at Dojo U. This week's mission is, let me find it. I am not even remotely ready yet. Okay, here's this week's mission over here. I can make it a bit bigger here for you as well. Learn the first two parts of Arniston Castle. Don't necessarily memorize. Okay, so we're not necessarily mastering this tune completely and getting it totally memorized and added to our repertoire that we play forever and ever. Uh, instead, we're just gonna learn the two parts well. Maybe it's still on the music stand. Uh, we're gonna focus, especially this week, on playing with great grace note quality and a great focus on tuning. Uh, we, you know, complete as many daily doses as you have time for throughout the week, of course. Before Thursday, September 25th, another typo there, Carl. I thought I got it this week, but I didn't. Uh, record the first two parts of Arneson Castle on full bagpipes and submit your recording for feedback. So that's what people have done. They have submitted recording for feedback. And then what we can do now is put them through our objective scoring rubric to give them a score based on that performance. Got, got, got me? It's not a perfect scoring system, but what it does is it allows us to see in each of the different fundamental categories of playing bagpipes. It allows us to see, you know, have I improved at all this week? Am I, am I gaining ground? Did I lose track of an important fundamental this week despite the fact that I improved in another area? So on and so forth. So 
<clears throat> let's see this in action, Carl. Are we ready for our first video? We are indeed. No, it's not a video. You are up first on this one. Are you ready? I, uh, I will be ready real soon. Uh, You've got Roberta up first. I've got to... Uh, There's this super secret secret that we use to choose who gets to go first. It's whoever uploads first. Yeah, so it's in so, reverse order? Don't be too tardy. It, no, it's in sort of the order that they submit. So like the person who... You could do it in reverse order, but that sort of like rewards those people that are, are last minute uploaders. Right. So, so what you're saying is we start with the person who uploaded the earliest. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I'm on Roberta. You're on Roberta, and here we go. So, nice job there, Roberta. Really, really, really nice playing. A um, couple of points I want to point out while Andrew uh, works up your score here and does his magic. First, just a couple of moments before those D throws. I, I feel like those D throws are just a, a panic moment for you a little bit. You're worried about getting him in there. Ironically, you're doing a good job of playing the D throws there, but you often have that C that comes in a little bit early, and sometimes it's dragging the whole embellishment ahead of the downbeat. So watch out for that. that. That is like one of the hardest areas in this tune right there, the cut C into the D throw. Definitely challenging. Second point I want to touch on is just your, um, your tonal quality there. We can hear it's a really good read. Um, you're doing a good job of blowing it with some rather large exceptions on going to the top hand. And, and maybe it's not so large, it's just that we can hear when it's really, really good and then when you back off and we get a little bit more of that crow, um, it, it, it makes a big difference, a big contrast between really, really good and, oh, that could be a little bit better. So in a way that magnifies the difference. Um, and so watch out for that, that second part. Dude, I was running out of gas. Yeah, well, <laughs> is that a new read for you, Roberta, if I seem to remember? Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it's a good read. Definitely, it's going to have some great, yeah, it's a new read. It's going to have a great, great uh, tone out of that. But, yeah, you got to work to really keep that going all the time, that steady, steady pressure, especially on the top hand, because then it's really sparkling. So, nice job. All right, Andrew, truck us through your score here. Um, <clears throat> superb. 
a couple of catches in the second part with the scale navigation. Um, otherwise, it was excellent, but you know there were crossing noises in the second part toward the end. Rhythmic accuracy, really nice. Sounds like Carl maybe caught a thing or two. So I'm glad I didn't give you a five. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not glad. I want to give you a five. Single grace note quality, pretty good. Little bits and bobs here and there, like a sync error maybe I heard and, and what have you. And the, maybe they're a tiny, tiny bit big every now and then. But really good. Embellishment quality, very good. A few yucky D throws. Uh, dot cut quality and consistency. It was excellent. But sometimes the note at the end of the, the short note after these embellishments, it's a hair too long and it's out of balance. Uh, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but the, the D after the D throat is an ASAP, as short as musically possible, and needs to flow. It's like almost like a reverse fusion for those dojo people, right? And then the same would be true for all of those, um, uh, all of those embellishments. So I'm just having a look at this bar right here, uh, right? We really need to have that even sound. And your note, your melody note after the embellishment, it's just a split hair too long. So there's a lack of symmetry in those movements. Um, bagpipe sounded awesome, but the crow on high A was majorly distracting. It's just a shame, right? Like I think, I think a different read blown exactly the same way could have had a different score, but the high A was distracting. What's a real world way to deal with that crow on high A? Uh, well, I want to wait for the read to break in. So I wouldn't panic yet, Roberta. No, 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 no. But a real world way during performance, because let's say that that problem creeps in. A real world way to deal with that program is, drum roll please, tune your drones a split hair sharper, right? If you tune your drones a split hair sharper, in order to blow that read in tune, you'll need a little bit more pressure on the reed. And that little bit of extra pressure can make all the difference with that crowy high A. So, you know, if you're in a performance situation, which this was, and that issue is, um, even if you are running out of gas, so to speak, right? Uh, a great way to, you know, kind of massage that issue is to sharpen up the drones ever so slightly. I couldn't I blow more pressure. Roberta says, I can't yeah. blow any more pressure. Whatever. Yes, I challenge you, because <laughs> if your drones were that tiny bit more sharp, you naturally want to blow it into tune. I would bet you, Andrew's right, that if they were just that tiny bit more sharp, you would have naturally done it, and then you wouldn't have felt the difference. Uh, and I, I bet you. If that explanation doesn't uh, make sense to you, if Carl's way of saying it, I'll say it my way. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> You know what I mean? No. It's okay, Roberta. It's, it's a new read. It's coming along, and it's definitely really, really good, and it's going to be a great read for you, I think. <clears throat> a little more playtime. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Andrea up next. Are we ready for Andrea? 
Andrew? Or Andrea. Andrea? Sorry. Andrea. Andrea? Uh, yeah, hang on. I'm just adjusting the Facebook chat in our view ever so slightly. That's okay. I'm filling out my score sheet because I'm up here. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. By the way, while Carl's doing that, uh, let's see what Troy, New York's looking like today. I don't even know because I'm in a room with no windows. There it is, folks. It's looking kind of murky. Water's looking a little muddy. Uh, the Hudson is a tidal river, so sometimes the water looks different than other times. That's true. It's tidal just until, well, Troy, <laughs> to be exact. Yeah, Troy is kind of like, it's where the salt water, is it salty? It is. Well, it's brackish. It's, it's a mix between the two, but it is brackish water all the way up to Troy where there is a, where there's a dam. And that's the last, that's as far as you can, you can navigate as well, but uh, yeah. After that, then it's all fresh water because it's raised up a few. There, there's rapids, and there always have been, right there at, at Troy. And so they built a dam right there, and there you go. little nautical history of Troy, New York. I like it. I'm super into it. Nice job. Uh, nice job, Roberta. Right. Way to get things going. By the way, uh, there's new rules this week, right? The new rules are if you're one of those people that, quote, can't play your pipes because you're too busy or they're too hard or something and you play the practice channel, a new rule that's crept in is that we will listen to those, but not during the live session. We'll do those tomorrow on a Friday. We'll listen to the practice channel ones. That's your punishment for not getting on the pipes, but it's not really a punishment. And then the other one is the, re right. the recording has to be of good quality. So distorted recordings, nasty sounding ones that I don't like. I'm allowed to hit the gong at any moment. Do you have a gong ready for this, Andrew? Mm, no. Garbage pan? It's like the only thing missing from my, uh, from my workshop. All right. Well, here we go with Andrew's recording. And I'm up on this one, Andrew, so you're doing color. fade out there so um nice job andra i think the quality of that recording is not studio quality but i like that we can hear the quality of the instrument in there totally acceptable quality uh of recording there uh the bagpipe sounded really nice the tonal quality started off okay but once we started to bounce around up to the high hand notes we started to get the classic mental blowing errors. 
mentally, when we pop up to those high hand notes, we sort of spaz on the blowing and the blowing becomes kind of unsteady. So um, Andrew says the high A was really flat. Well, it's better to have a flat high A than, than to sacrifice the steadiness of the blowing, right? So never adjusting the blowing to try to get a note in tune, conceptually, right? <clears throat> when Jack Lee's in the Glenfiddich and he has a, a slightly flat D, he might be able to do a thing or two. But conceptually, for beginners and intermediates, we never want to change the blowing to try to find a note. Instead, we want to develop that perfectly solid blowing. And in the perfect world, I know Andrea struggles because she's at really high altitude, but the, the best case scenario is to figure out how to uh, sharpen up that high A so that it's a solid interval with the drones. Playing-wise, I like it. Down the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Just drive down the mountain. Uh, Playing-wise, there were quite a few issues, a lot of crossing noises, unfortunately. Um, and... And as the tune went on, especially the embellishments, we weren't really playing the steps. Um, we, we had a lot of, what, what's it called? Um, moose burger soup or something? Beth, what have you been calling it? Meatball soup? Moose burger soup. But just, just, kind of a, just kind of that classic sound. And instead of that, we want precise embellishment steps to be played. Um, so... Uh, somebody said, before, before you go, Carl, somebody said, did your first recording with your mobile and think the quality is really bad. So mobile phones are great for doing recordings, but they're not designed for high amplitude of bagpipes. So put it under a pillow or wrap it in some towels um, to, you know, and you're going to have to test it a couple times and see what works. But uh, a little bit of muffling around your phone will allow it to um, to dampen the sound of the pipes so you get a cleaner quality of recording. It doesn't have to be studio quality, but we do have to be able to hear the details and hear how your pipe actually Okay? All right. So, Andrew, really nice job here. Um, and, and there's lots of good things happening in this. Now, Andrew talked about a little some of the reasons why it's a little slower so lower score here um, this week. But scale navigation was a big one, right? There was lots of big crossing noises in here, which is understandable, right? This is a challenging tune to play, um, and with those ASAP, the short notes um, moving from bottom to top hand, it's a big recipe to to get small or or large lift drop crossing noises, those big pops in there. So those are sneaking in. So that, that score suffered a little bit this week. Um, rhythmic accuracy, see, I thought you did pretty good there, but um, you get quite a few little misses there in terms of the accuracy to the beat. This is improving, though. I think this is, is, yeah. is um, getting better each week. Definitely so. getting better. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, nice job there. Um, single grace note quality, I didn't pick up any trouble there. I thought that was pretty good. Um, but there were some synchronization errors, and, and this sort of ties into some of the steps of the embellishments not being 100% clear. So those two will rise together if, um, yeah, as you improve, you work to articulate more of those embellishments. Uh, dot cut consistency, I thought was pretty good there. Um, some moments of, uh, of bigger ASAPs drawing you ahead of the beat, but I thought that was, was, was pretty good there. And then tuning, 
I'll just touch on that just a little bit. I thought the drones were really well locked. Um, and Chanter, other than the flat high A, um, was relatively well tuned. So nice job there. Squeakies, uh, the squeaks, right? The, the squeaks make it. Yeah, squeaks. Pretty distracting. So, but we're, we're working on it. Yeah. Nice job there as a whole, Andrea. So keep up the good work. All right. I have to go next. Here it comes. Yeah, you do. And I'm just loading in the next recording here, which will be John H. John H. Is John H. here today? Yeah, he is here. He's just being quiet. He's not his usual. Um... Yeah. We can we can smell the fear already, John. <laughs> Says he's ready for the beating. Now we'll be nice. Don't don't forget to celebrate the wins, folks. You know it's going to be a while before you get the perfect one hundred percent score. So in the meantime, celebrate the milestones. And uh, yeah, and this is a really hard tune. Don't forget oh yeah. that really really hard tune. So. It's normal to get a slightly lower score this week than maybe on a tune than last week. This distress bay, it's relentless. You have to do the same thing over and over, and you can't make any little mistakes. So that's the challenge. All right. Are you ready here, Andrew? As ready as I'll ever be. All right. Here comes John. John. So nice, nice job there. And um, good, good effort. Now, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I think you were really, really focused on the timing and playing correctly and maybe a little, let slip a little, you're blowing. So I was hearing lots and lots of movements on the blowing, especially top hand um, uh, movements from the bottom to top hand. You'd hear that big sort of blow up to top hand. Or maybe you just change your read as well, which is accent the problem um, but yeah totally a little bit less than usual here and that very well could just be because of the complexity here in this tune um, it's it's hard to have your focus on every single point all the time which is why we want to look at every one of these points individually when we score something like this because um, you know we can see okay the, the focus was shifted a little bit here we improved this but ah, we have to make sure that you know, another skill here, like the blowing, is um, doesn't get, fall too far behind either. So, yeah, a little focus on the ASAPs more than anything else. 
Yeah, understanding, uh, understandable there, John. And I thought you did a great job of that. Um, ASAP, ALAP treatment was quite consistent. There's a few moments where you fell a little bit ahead of the beat, like before some of the runs here. Um, I think it was in the, yeah, it was in the, the first part. Um, and so that one, that one just came a little bit early, but I thought as a whole, right, you did good treat, you had good treatment of your ASAPs. Um, now, some little funny stuff happening there with that burrow. Um, little extra sounds coming in there from the movement of your burrow. You might want to, for a tune like this, where it's, it's um, hard to get that in cleanly and fast, you might want to explore, just sort of experiment with trying a different type of burrow. Now, I believe, John, you were playing the sort of tap, uh, not tap drag, but the figure seven burl there and that's pulling your B finger off sometimes so it might be worth experimenting this tune if you can get it up to speed a tap drag which might have a little better um, a little bit of results there all right Andrew walk us through your score um, okay <clears throat> um, I think one of the things you can you can read the score here um, this tune's very difficult and and in my comments uh, we want to try to not let all of our fundamentals take a hit when a tune is really difficult. Okay, so um, it's like reading it's like reading all of the philosophers. It's probably better to just pick one or two, right, and really master their philosophy rather than skimming all the philosophers. And I feel like we're skimming a lot of the fundamentals here, and and that's something that we don't want to do. So I'm talking a little bit big picture here. So. It feels like scale navigation was not quite as great as normal, rhythmic accuracy, grace note quality, embellishment quality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So zero in on one or two and get them to be excellent. For example, <clears throat> Arniston Castle, it doesn't matter how hard the tune is. I know, John, you're capable of locking in your pipes. So get them locked in, right? You can lock that tuning in, even though the tune is really hard. So make sure that that fundamental shines through, right? Get a four there instead of a three, okay? And then on the, on the side of the, um, on the finger work side of things, right? Zero in on something that you know you can do well and make sure that you're still doing it well even in this really difficult tune. So needless to say, scale navigation and rhythmic accuracy. Let that be the focus of the performance. Okay, and practice throughout the week, right? You could say to yourself, right? I know this tune is wicked hard. So my D throws might end up kind of cruddy and not great. But uh, this week, I'm just going to focus on zeroing in on my scale navigation and rhythmic accuracy to make, make those fours, right? And let the embellishment quality be, you know, let it be 2.75. But I feel like we've, we, this performance lacked focus. That sounds, hopefully that's not too harsh. Um, and, and so you can see, we had a couple crossing noises, pretty good accuracy to beat. Grace note quality is way too big. Okay, so all the grace notes are in the right place, but it's not crisp, okay? And the size of the grace note is getting in the way of the melody. When the grace note is that big in size, and the grace note meaning all the grace notes, 
When it's that big in size, it makes it difficult to hit the beats on time because we don't have strong articulation. It's also difficult to play good dot cut quality because suddenly the short notes are getting swallowed up by the grace notes. We need to make the short notes longer. So the playing has to become more round. So maybe zero in on that grace note quality so that you know other things can shine. Unfortunately, it's a big Venn diagram, right? If, if any of the fundamentals aren't strong, then it affects all the other fundamentals. It's a global economy. So there you go, tonal quality. I know you practice a lot with the manometer, but you're definitely underblowing throughout there. Um, you can hear it. You can hear that the chanterite is just, uh, it's begging for more pressure. Not 50% more, 5% more across the board. Uh, tuning's pretty good. Chanter a little bit flat, drones, bass, uh, bass drone is out of tune. There you go. 54 is not, not terrible for Arneson Castle, but you could get it to a 60 with a different strategy. Pick a couple of fundamentals that are going to be outstanding and practice throughout the week to make sure that's the case. And if I pick on something you're not focused on, smile and nod, file it away for later, and continue to do what you're doing to produce the best performance. You know, I had a CrossFit workout very similar to this yesterday in that um, there's no way you could go all out for the entire time. So you have to strategize. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to purposely go slow on the box jumps because if I can keep my heart rate down, I can make up a lot of reps on the pull-up bar. You know what I mean? So, so the guy that was keeping score for me it, um, was like, come on, come on. He was like trying to get me to go faster on the box jumps. And I, I was hearing him, but I wasn't doing that because I was trying to save my energy because I could get more reps on the pull-up bar. Yeah. Everybody totally cares about what I just said. <laughs> All right. Well, on that wonderful transition... Shall we listen to Beth? Yeah, by the way, folks, we should. Uh, by the way, my internet is a little funky today. So if you were to experience a hiccup or two in the Facebook feed, uh, don't panic. I'm good right now. And then, and then it dropped out for a tiny second there a few minutes ago. Let's do it, Carl. All right, here we go. I'm up for Beth here. So no first part? No first part? Yeah, no first part apparently. Uh, hang on. Let me just triple check that we don't have, because that's entitled second part. Let me just triple check we don't have a first part as well. Uh, no, I see only the one. 
Okay, I'm gonna play that one more time. Okay. As I. We'll pretend it was two parts. Good. All right. I, I like that. I like you clearly zeroing in on the grace note quality there and doing a pretty darn good job. Uh, so that's coming along. Unfortunately, the smaller our grace notes get, it can reveal occasional crossing noises or the fact that when the grace note is small, it's not 100% in sync. So we still have to worry about the synchronization of the grace notes. So they're drastically improved. I'd rather hear nice crisp grace notes with a few synchronization errors than big old sloppy grace notes any day of the week. So that's definitely heading in the right direction. If I had to guess, I would say that was definitely the focus of the performance. Um, we definitely have some embellishment sloppiness, but I also really appreciate how well you're playing the steps most of the time. Some of those D throws were really good. The, um, the little tackum bit, The little tackamy bit there is not clean yet. So we just got to work on that. Really good though. Tuning was pretty good. Uh, doesn't sound like Jack Lee yet, but all the drones are pretty close together. Not perfect. And the chanter is pretty darn close to the drones. So it'll be interesting to see what score you get from Carl. Um, but I like that performance. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Now let's talk right. about what first two parts means, okay? So first, <laughs> so first two parts means first you play the part at the top of the page, right? And then after you do that, and, and, and then you repeat it. He, she's not, she knows I'm just teasing. And then you repeat that part. Then once you've done that, then you move on to what you played here, which is called the second part. All right, Beth. So um, <laughs> I think this is a really good score for you uh, and, and great improvement. I, I love your focus. Now, um, simplifying and, and maybe reducing a little bit what you play to have a better score is totally fine if you're focused on really, really improving. And I think that shows through here. So nice job, Beth, on a really hard tune. Um, I heard a couple of small cross noises, but generally well done on the scale navigation there. Um, rhythmic accuracy, pretty good, with some major exceptions, like two or three moments where you just jumped way, way ahead, but you had the good sense to wait for it and, um, and get right back on the beat, so that's good. I'm sure you knew in that moment that you had made a little mistake, you jumped a little bit too early, so that's good. You're definitely keeping the, the pressure on there and working to improve that. As Andrew mentioned, Grace Notes getting better here. I feel like they're still a little on the large side, personally, but definitely better than last week, and that's what we're shooting for. Um, embellishment quality, Burl's was the one that I picked out there. Um, 
Andrew said, good dethrows. Totally agree. Burl's there, not hearing the steps, and they're not necessarily accurate. We're hearing some extra sounds in there. So watch out for that B sound in those burls. I would imagine, Beth, you're playing a figure seven also. Um, when we couple an ASAP followed by a burl on an ASAP, that can be a quite challenging thing to do with figure seven. So we got to make sure that our fingers are relaxed and we're not getting any of those little movements, little B sounds in there. Um, I find that's, that's sort of a sticking point for the figure seven burls is in this dot, cut, cut, dot rhythm here with the burl in it. But doesn't mean you can't play it. Certainly can. Just might need a little extra focus to get it clean. Um, that cut consistency. It was okay. Some good fusion moments, some nice small ASAPs, some that were really quite round. So watch out for that. Um, as a whole, I can't say this enough. It was a really good improvement. You're clearly working on, on the right thing, so keep on that path, Beth. Nice improvement. Yeah, good job there. Love it. I'm uh, dealing with a, a troll in the chat. Jeff says, bless your heart. I couldn't listen to that for a career. Man, Jeff, you're like, who are you? I've never heard of you. Yeah. We have a recording from Jeff? Yeah, I dare you to submit a recording on here and take it like a man. See one. We don't have a recording from Jeff. Um, that's too bad. I dare okay, you. We have. Jeff, if you're out there, I dare you to submit a recording. We will, we will judge it fairly. I will judge it. I will judge it fairly with the rubric, and I dare you. <laughs> apparently, right, apparently, have... Master Piper of unknown distinction. Yes, that's right, Matt. <clears throat> <laughs> Matt or Jeff? Right, Jeff, sorry, just one last thing for Jeff. You are a dick. It's no wonder nobody likes you. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Dojo Director of Operations. Okay. Uh, we have Anders up next. Oh, Anders interesting. Maybe. Am I on or are you on? You're on. I'm on. Okay, let me, uh, I have to sort out my... Uh... Scoring sheet. And I have to make sure I spell it right. Anders. Yeah. Okay. Beth, keep up that good work. It's so cool. You're improving every freaking week, and that is indispensable. It's really, really cool. Keep up that, that focus, Beth. I mean, just think about, what was it, a month ago? Five weeks ago? You were having major trouble getting your drones even close to in tune. And now for the last, like, three weeks, not only have they gotten better each week, but you're really getting them close each week. Brilliant. That's Brilliant. You're improving every day. There's nothing more we can ask for. That's it. You will continue to excel. Brilliant. It probably feels pretty right, good, Andrew, too. Right. It probably feels good like you're accomplishing. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> All right, Andrew, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Thank you. 
Anders, I don't know if you're out there, maybe on the Facebook um, stream, but nice job there. Um, now, I think, we'll see what Andrew's score comes up here, but this was maybe just a little bit too fast to be, um, well, it was too fast to be accurate. Uh, we want to slow these things down a little bit to really spend the time to focus on the very fundamentals. It's not saying that your recording there was bad, but it's going to suffer a little bit in some of the categories here because it was generally good, but not specifically, right? So, for example, staying on the metronome there, you were generally close to the metronome, <clears throat> but you were almost always ahead, um, and some moments where you, you fell off even your own sort of rhythm there and got quite ahead. Um, so, a little bit slower will give you that time to, to, to focus in on there and hit the beat every time. In addition, also sort of do that tempo. Um, a lot of the embellishments and even some of the notes disappeared there. So we want to we wanna really work to articulate it. Now, that was generally a musical performance, but we really want to, to spend the time, especially with these weekly recordings, to work on the very fundamental skills there. So, um, as I mentioned already, slow it down a little bit, spend a little bit more time really focused in on improving a little bit. It's not just about getting a, you know, banging out a recording there. We want you to improve weekly. So that's how to set yourself up for next week, parts three and four. And we'd really love to hear that from you. Um, and we'll see what Andrew has here. You getting close there, Andrew? Yep. All right. But yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's one of the first recordings we had from Andrew. So nice job there and great start. Like, uh, can't wait to have you on next week. Andrew, talk us through the score. Okay, uh, good job. Scale navigation, pretty good. Some small crossing noises here and there throughout. Rhythmic accuracy, quite early to basically every single click. Okay, so rhythmic accuracy is majorly important. Um, and we need to be able to hit that metronome exactly when we intend to. Single grace note quality. The grace note needs to be shorter and crisper overall. Okay, the grace notes are very big. And that makes things sound a bit sloppy, especially the embellishments suffered from the grace notes being too big as well. The dot cut quality and consistency, okay, the ALAP ASAPs, dots and cuts. Not enough contrast between dot and cut causing a round feeling throughout the tune. That's where the word round comes from. It means we're not uh, expressing, quote unquote, uh, the dots and cuts well enough. Tonal quality, pretty good overall. A couple of wee squeaks happening at the beginning, but they sort of iron themselves out. Tuning, pretty good. Chanter well in tune. Drones, pretty well in tune. Slow this tune down a bit. I agree with Carl, just a little bit. And so that we can focus on getting these fundamentals headed in the upward direction. Uh, but uh, overall, pretty nice. I enjoyed the performance. It really helps for the instrument to be so strong. Uh, now we got to get the finger work as good. All right. So we have Jennifer up next, which is ironic because um, she had just sent me a private message saying, hey, what am I on? You happen to be just next, Jen. That's cheating. So. You're, you're not allowed to ask when you're on. That's cheating. 
Well, it wouldn't change the order, but nevertheless. It's so weird. I haven't heard back from Jeff. Huh. Interesting. Not around, not around to defend himself. Well, are we ready, Andrew, for, well, I'm not quite ready, but are we almost ready for Yeah, like you talk a big game, but you're the one that's not ready. While you get ready, let's have a look at Troy and see how the weather's shaping up here. Oh, pretty much the same. You may be interested to know that in the top left-hand side of your screen uh, is the city of Albany, those big buildings over there. We're just about, what are we, eight miles north of Albany? Even that much? I thought it was like six. Maybe Jeff's getting his recording going. Something tells me he's not. Okay, that would be pretty funny. Have a recording by the end of the performance. Hey man, let's hear it. I want to hear this. I love it. Yeah. All right, here we go with Jennifer up next. job so i think that just waiting longer on the dotted notes and really waiting for the beats to come to you is going to solve a lot of the little minor issues that we had here okay so i, I think there are little crossing noises in there and grace note sync errors we just need to sit back relax and wait for that beat just a tiny bit more I do like that. Yeah, like you hit a wrong note in the second part, but you kept it. You kept the flow going. You made it to the end. It's very good. Top-notch performance uh, moment there. Um, and uh, the bagpipe sounded okay. The chanter was really well in tune with the drones. We just need to get those drones locked in a little bit better together. Right now, they're they're just not totally locked in. So, uh, how close are we, Carl? Very close. Need another 20 seconds. Better than usual. It's hard to say. I haven't heard you in a while, Jen, but, uh, um, but sounded good. Things are happening. All right. Here we go, Jen. 
Nice job as a whole. I like that. It's enjoyable to listen to that. Um, Andrew already mentioned the drones not being just locked in. They were close, but you know, spend that extra few minutes, just an extra minute or so, really get it locked in. And if that means you know shutting one off for a moment and really zoning in, playing that high A and getting it locked, you know, do that and then pop on your 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 next drone uh, and get that locked in. You're, you're close. It's just Got to push it a little bit more, right? Ask yourself, is this as is this in tune, or can I make it better? Um, and and prove yourself, prove yourself, prove it to yourself that you can't make it any better. That's what I'm trying to say there. Um, tonal quality I thought was good, though a little thin. Maybe you were just struggling a bit with that read, um, maybe a little on the hard side. So watch out for that. Um, but. Generally, it's really good. I don't, I don't hear any. I didn't hear any big deviations. Just a little bit on the thin, on the little underblowing side, but not much. It's like three, four percent, right? Um, dot cut consistency. I thought some of the ASF really good. Some nicely fused in there. Some were quite, quite early and big. So uh, gotta continue to work on the consistency there. Sometimes good, sometimes not. Um, embellishment quality. Uh, they were good. And I started off, they started off really good, but um, as you got to the second part, maybe a little bit of the blowing, concentration lacking there, you, you lost some of the quality in those embellishments. Some were, uh, became quite early, and the steps suffered as a result. Some of them got a little on the large side. Um, rhythmic accuracy, I thought started really good. First part was much better, and then again, it suffered a little bit in that second part. Um, it's sort of that classic thing we hear sometimes of first part really good, second part not quite as good. So ask yourself a little bit why that might be. Is it being a little tired, a little running out of air? Maybe you're not, um, your blowing cycle isn't uh, very um, equal, right? You're running out of breath, you're getting a little panicked from uh, breathing too quickly. So you know, think about that a little bit, why that might be. So. Anyway, really, really nice performance, Jen. Keep up the good work. It's exciting. Love to hear that. Who's next? It's a fun tune also. Who is next? That's a good question. We have, we have Ephraim up next. <laughs> the price is right. Yeah, there you go, Ephraim. Have an idea of when they're next in line and seem to pipe up in the chat just before they're on. Total coincidence. I don't think they have any way of knowing, but that's kind of funny. Let me know when you're ready, Andrea. I'm ready. All right, here comes Ephraim's recording.
Ephraim. So, um, I think that's pretty good, right? There's some some real positives there. So, um, he did a, I, th I think he did a pretty good job of staying on the beat there. Now we couldn't hear a metronome, and there were some moments where he did slow down, um, but as a whole, as I'm tapping my foot along there, it was pretty good. Had it, um, Ephraim said he had a metronome close to the computer that changed out the way you did the recording. Yeah, so we weren't really hearing the metronome there. But I think you're doing pretty good there with a few exceptions, right? There was just a few moments where you got a little ahead. And, and um, yeah, you may be compensated for that. So that's good. Um, now, we don't necessarily want to sacrifice our scale navigation either to be rhythmically accurate. So what I mean there is there was a few missing notes. Um, and, and some things that got too small, some things got a little too large. But um, we got to find that balance, right? The, the balance between staying on the beat and not completely missing in a few things. Um, you tossed the smartphone. <laughs> what does that mean, Ephraim? <laughs> um, after this recording, you tossed the, the smartphone? Uh, yeah, I mean... There's, there's a lot going on here, and this is one of those challenging tunes. I want to commend you on taking it nice and slow and working on that. I know in the past you've sort of wanted to go a little fast here. So this was clear improvement over that, and, and it's clear you're, you're working to improve on the fundamentals. So keep at that. You will see that pay off here. Um, if not today, then very, very soon. Um, oh, no. And you did a great job. I just pressed the reset button instead of the submit button. Oh, no. Oh, man. Well. <laughs> uh, kill some time. Kill time. Stall, stall, stall. Kill time. Okay, stall. Well, Ephraim, nice job there. In the meantime, um, let's just take a moment to talk about two of our upcoming in-person events, which uh, if you guys listening out there don't already know or have not signed up, check out. We have in order of appearance first. In um, March, we'll have our 2019, our second uh, dojo cruise, where we will be continuing to improve our piping in person, helping you guys um, with every aspect of your playing, from tuning, um, blowing, getting everything, some of those things we can't necessarily do as easily online. We're going to have our hands on your pipes, getting them really going well, get you guys tuning your own pipes, sounding great blowing wonderful tone, and playing new tunes, exciting stuff from some of our world-famous instructors like Callum Beaumont and Rob Matheson. And hell, we'll, we'll, we'll throw in Andrew there too. Um, so we got some wonderful instruction coming. And of course, don't forget, it's also going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Um, this is a cruise, so we get to have fun and learn bagpipes. You'll, you'll be able to explore some of exotic locations and... Uh, play bagpipes along the way. So definitely check that out. It is March 3rd through 10th. You can find all the de details at cruise.dojouniversity.com. And after that, shortly thereafter, in May 3rd through 5th, I believe, um, we will have our annual tuning workshop, uh, where again, we're going to get a bunch of people out and um, work on tuning, making sure you guys can tune your pipes in the flesh so there's probably going to be uh there's probably going to be a hard cap on the tuning clinic this year 
Yeah, we got a lot of interest early. So if you're interested, get on signing up now. That's the way to ensure that you can be there uh, in Troy, New York, Mar at May 3rd through 5th. And right now there's some early bird, right now there's like some early bird pricing and stuff available. So uh, I'm going to change my mind and going to get rid of a lot of that soon. So if you're interested, let me know. Um, Cause we don't, we don't have a, last year we went over the number we should have had probably. We still, we still did a great job with it, but uh, this year we won't be as big. Plus Carl can't come, so. There you go. <laughs> All right, so talk us through your score here. Your second score for Ephraim. Um, okay, <clears throat> scale navigation. If you don't play the right notes, um, you can't get a great score of scale navigation, right? And Ephraim, you, you had the shape of the notes correct, but some of the actual small notes and stuff, uh, you were playing an incorrect note where the correct note should have been. So work on the details. Slow it down, simplify so you can get the details. Rhythmic accuracy, not bad. I want to hear the metronome so I know for sure, but I could tap my foot pretty successfully here. That's good. Uh, single grace note quality. Sloppy grace notes need detail work. We need to get, um, we need to work on that detail. Um, I recommend simplifying, maybe slowing it down a little bit, get the details to come out. Embellishment quality needs a lot of work. I recommend simplifying, slowing it down, work on those details, okay? The overall shape of things was fine, but the details are really letting down the overall quality of the performance. Dot cut quality and consistency, actually pretty good. Uh, but you sacrificed a lot to get that. I'd much rather hear a square interpretation with correct scale navigation, great grace notes and embellishments. I'd rather hear that stuff first and then add in that dynamic expression layer later. Um, especially now because we know you can do it. Like I know you have a good solid understanding of that. So now back up, get the details, okay? Now, don't, don't be discouraged by this, right? Um, it's close. It's just going to take a little bit more work. And I agree with Sue here. Just slow it down a little bit more and maybe use the simplified version or a hybrid of the two in order to, to, to be able to spend that time to focus on really nailing it. You're close, but I think you're doing a little bit too much here in order to, to get all of the scores up high at the same time. So let's simplify just a little, maybe try either the simplified version that we do or sort of a hybrid, but slow it down. And, and I guarantee you, you will be able to do this. And um, it's very hard to, so don't get discouraged here. Uh, keep up the good work. All right, Ephraim? Just gotta get, you just gotta get, uh, gotta get focused on the stuff that you don't want to get focused on, right? Uh, the details, they're not always the most fun at first. You got to figure out how to make that fun and dig, dig deep and get those details out. Like I said, it's good that the big picture is good. Uh, but the yeah. small picture, the small picture is the only thing that can make the big picture better. Okay. Right. And that's, that's what we're about. Ethan, right? We want to help you improve the fundamentals so you can, play any tune really well. 
It's not about playing Arneston Castle well. Not really. Yeah. Who cares about Arneston Castle? Just so, another castle. Hmm? Yeah. There you go. And, and, and so that's what we're going to push you to improve. And if your focus was on playing a good overall picture, which is understandable, uh, that's going to suffer a little bit. You will get better at this and we'll help you. Do not worry. Um, it will, will continue to improve. But the word of the day is All details. Right, word of the day is details, right? Like, like pick one. Start with scale navigation. And, uh, you know, the rhythm, like we said, was good. So, so now let's get the scale navigation and the rhythm correct. Maybe throw in some simple grace notes. Focus on that. Take, take the embellishments out for a week. You know? Definitely. I think people are afraid to simplify. There's no harm in simplifying. Um, it will help you improve, I promise. Ephraim, you're like my, you're like my, uh, my fitness spirit animal. You know, if, I, if I'm having issues with the details of my deadlift form, would you recommend to me that I continue to deadlift around 500 pounds? Probably not, 500 right? Pounds. What's that? No, I can't deadlift, deadlift 500, 500 pounds. pounds. But that, that's my point though, right? Arneson Castle is kind of like deadlifting 500 pounds, right? Mm. Especially with all the embellishments in. So instead, simplify. Take some weight off. Do some exercises that will help you get there. I love it. All right, here comes Siri up next. You ready, Andrew? I'm, I'm doing this one, but. Yes, I'm doing the color. Ready. All right. that performance is um, one of the things I love about that performance is how good her bagpipes sound so there's always going to be lots of imperfections in every performance okay um, the only exceptions are going to be at the very top end of bagpiping the very top competitions there'll be a few performances that don't have a bunch of uh, imperfections one of the things that makes those imperfections um, okay or like livable or still enjoyable is the fact that the instrument sounds really good. 
Um, by the way, that was Siri. Siri is actually uh, old Dojo UOG. She's one of our original members and recently has come back. So uh, welcome back, Siri. Um, <clears throat> so, and then on the finger work side, I'll let Carl talk about the details, but the number one thing that's causing issues is that you're drastically early to every single click of the metronome. So we need to work on rhythmic accuracy. What is the exact thing in the music that should align with the click of the metronome? I'll give you a couple of examples here. Um, in the first bar, right? Where, where does the first click go? It goes on the E doubling, but wait, that's not specific enough, right? It doesn't go on the E doubling. It goes on the note change from high A to the very first E of the E doubling. That exact moment is what should align perfectly with the click. The G grace note to E here should align with the click. Okay, the G grace note here, the G grace note here. The way that I play a D throw, the low G, right? The change from C to low G of the D throw here should align perfectly with the click. And right now we're drastically ahead of the beat there throughout. If we can align with that click, that's going to really open up the potential to improve the rest of the fundamentals as well. So uh, really nice job. It looks like you've been rewarded with a good score from Carl. So Carl, it's your turn. Yeah. So it's interesting because um, as you said, Andrew, like it's just so nice to listen to a really good bagpipe there. And so, we see some things that are very good here. Um, this was this is a score of big contrast, and I was maybe a little lenient in the rhythmic and ASAP ALAP, but you'll notice they are significantly lower there for Siri. Now, we'll start with positives. Scale navigation, oh, nice job. I didn't hear any big problems there. No big crossing noises. That's really good. It's clear you were focused here on getting really clean playing. Same is true of the embellishments. They were really good. They were a bit on the open side. Um, but we're hearing you work through the steps, really trying to play everything accurately. Um, same thing with the single grace notes, pretty good. Um, and and yeah, maybe that, that scores a little high because we weren't very accurate there, but that's reflected in the rhythmic accuracy, right? Just not on the beat here, pretty much at all. Um, not with the metronome. So that's really what we need to, to work on is clearly in our mind, lining up as Andrew was mentioning there, the exact step of each of these embellishments with the click of the metronome. And, and so that's, that's going to be a big improvement if you can work on um, getting that, the G grace notes basically in all of this um, onto the beat. And that's going to be step one. Um, the other score that suffered significantly here is the dot cut quality and consistency. It was super round, super, super round. There was almost not a single short note that was the correct size. They were all too large. Um, but that that's sort of a secondary step. We can't really do a good job of addressing um, the short notes before we get on the downbeat. We have to do that first because, um, as many of you are aware, we talk about the short notes being relative to the downbeat generally that follows, or they have to be oriented around a downbeat here, so um, we got to we got to do that first. With with a little focus there, Siri, you'll get onto the downbeat and then start to be able to address that dot cut consistency. Um, that will have a huge impact on this score. Um, and uh, yeah, otherwise, instrument score I thought was really good there, really enjoyable, well tuned. So 
nice job. Some some really good points, and um, your focus needs to lie on rhythmic accuracy here for the next couple of weeks. And how many more? Um, cut consistent. How many more do we got? We have a few. Uh, let's see. We have next. How many more? Mm -mm -mm. That was one, two, three more. Three more. That's it. Okay, we can do that. Three more. That's it. Look, playing the bagpipes right is about your input, not about the output. It's about your input, not about the output. Let me illustrate. If, if that performance was played for a judge exactly the same, but with no metronome, would the judge harp on the fact that everything was super early to the beat all the time? No, he wouldn't, because Siri was consistently ahead of the beat all the time. Okay? So the output was actually not that bad. Okay? But that is not the objective when you're learning the bagpipes and you're learning to perform really, really well. You're not looking for good output, okay? You're looking for great input, like what you are putting into the instrument, okay? And Siri is not controlling the rhythm there. She's not producing her intention. The output might be just fine. For example, I could hit a golf ball it bounces off 14 trees and off a rock and magically goes in the hole. The output there is excellent, right? The end result is just exactly what I wanted, but my input was crap. What I, what I intended to do was hit the ball up in the air, bounce it a few feet in front of the hole and have it hopefully trickle in or close. That was my intention. So if I produce that, that would be good for me. Instead, I got output better than I expected which is the ball went right in the hole. But all I expected was for it to go really close, hopefully. But my ball went in the hole. Does that make it a good shot? No, not a good shot, right? It's only good from the, from the performer's perspective when you are manifesting your intention. That's, what, that's part of what makes rhythmic accuracy so, uh, accuracy so important and why it's so important that when we're practicing the art of performance and when we're developing, that we're able to hit that metronome accurately. Because uh, the metronome doesn't lie. The metronome gives us that recurring period of time. Now, <clears throat> when you're Callum Beaumont and you're playing at the highest levels of competition, okay, it's a prerequisite that he has amazing rhythmic accuracy. And at some point along the way, you graduate from the metronome. Now you can bend and stretch and express and tweak some of the rules to take your music making the dynamics of that music making to the next level. But the prerequisite is that you have actual control at the input level, not what it sounds like, but what you're putting into it. You have actual control over those fingers. That's my spiel. You know what I mean? That's worth, that's worth $30 a month right there, past five minutes. There you go, I agree. Absolutely. All right, Andrew, you're up with Sue next. I'm up with Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the better we get at input, also, the better the output will be. Of course, and that's that's the thing, right? The, the output, right? The 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 audience with the jaw dropped, totally spellbound by how great you are. That's a result of your input. Trust me. And 
Siri is not far from that. No, you and get she's the not. rhythmic accuracy sorted there. Yeah, and that's why it's so important, though, right? That's why it's so important, and um, and it opens up. You know, once you have that control, it's going to open up the type of control you have over your embellishments and your grace notes and your scale navigation and your A lap ASAP. It's the secret. That's cool. All right, you ready, Andrew? As ready as I'll ever be. Here comes Sue. <laughs> Sue had that read that was kind of meh. So we got a new read in here, and that makes a huge difference, Sue. Um, that was really, really um, cool to hear you playing that harder read and still doing a really good job of it. Now, Sue, I love, I love the focus here. You're working on the simplified version and really working on it well. Um, and there's something here that I've been meaning to say for a couple of recordings because it's, it's been coming out clearly and I keep forgetting, but you made me think of it here. A lot of people... Sue included here, are having a little bit of trouble with that D grace note. Um, maybe we did mention it once before, but the D grace note to C. Um, a lot of people are having trouble with the articulation of the grace note itself, and they're also coupled with that crossing noise going up. Um, so watch out for the crossing noise there and that size of that D grace note. But you're doing a good job here, generally, of hitting the downbeat. You're working on that, and you're working on getting really good short notes relative to the beat. Um, that's brilliant, Sue. I love how you're working on this, and um, it can only continue to improve. Andrew. <coughs> uh, great job. Yeah. Uh, let's work backwards. Tuning is great. excellent. Tuning is excellent, especially for a beginner. IG is sharp, whatever, who cares? Uh, tonal quality, it would have been a lot higher, but we got those nasty gurgle sounds caused by overblowing. Uh, I think somewhere in the second part, I can't remember exactly where. But don't do that. Get that blowing nice and evened out and try to you know, learn to just relax and not let those overload moments happen. And that just takes time. It's like riding a bike, right? 
Like, when I ride a bike right now, I don't have these moments where I start wobbling. You know, even if I rode a bike right now after having not ridden for like a year, I wouldn't have those. But right now, when you're learning to ride a bike, you have them all the time until you just, just learn to relax. And then you don't have them anymore. It's a balance issue, right? Keeping the, that, that air pressure balanced and, and keeping your body relaxed during the process. So just keep, right. Relaxing seems ridiculous to you right now. Perfect, right? So just try to relax. That'll help a lot. Dot cut quality, it needs more work, but this is a really hard tune and you're, you're trying for it and it's going well. Embellishments, of course, not applicable because you left them out wisely. Single grace note quality, okay, too big. They need to be more crisp, more infinitely small on each and every single grace note. Uh, rhythmic accuracy, a little bit edgy ahead of the beat. It's tricky in this type of tune, especially now that the cut dots are like rearing their ugly head a lot more often. That means we have to be confident on all three of those key rhythmic figures, right? D, D, dum, D, Davi, Davi, Dakam, Dakata, D, D. Just have to wait and know what to do in each of these rhythmic scenarios. And uh, a couple crossing noises, especially in the first part. So before you were to add in any embellishments or anything, you'd wanna to continue to work on this and just clean this up and get confident, get that rhythmic accuracy happening, but uh, really good overall. Yeah, really, really good. Nice job, Sue. And yeah, relax. Relax those fingers on the channel. You'll be able to do this better um, once you're not crushing that channel. It will come. So nice job. All right, we have David up next. We're sort of going into turbo mode here. Um, and so, let me get myself ready. And here comes David's score of... Uh, I'm, I'm coloring this one, right? Yeah, you're coloring this one. Nice. All right, here we go. <laughs> interesting performance so David is clearly at an advanced or like verging on advanced stage of piping here okay so so where does he go next right like we hear this it's up at a really nice high tempo things are happening I would suggest that there's <laughs> and I'm glad you have to score this and not me Carl but I would suggest that uh, there's still room for improvement lurking inside of the fundamentals we had some note changes that could be more clean. Uh, we did not hear a metronome there, but as I try to tap my foot to that performance, there are spots where I lose the groove and I can't quite, like, I can't quite stay exactly in that groove anymore. I think that some 
attention to the metronome will reveal a couple of spots where you can tighten this up and, and provide a more solid groove. It's obviously very good, obviously. Grace note quality is excellent. The embellishment quality could be improved in some cases. And then the expression as well. The dot and cut, it's, it's outstanding in most spots, but there are some consistency issues throughout where if we drill in and we get that dot cut consistency, right, it's really those sort of things are going to help point this performance in an even higher direction, right? Oh, good, David, you're here. Uh, compared with the metronome. Yeah, and there's a lot of spots where you're not accurate. So, so we want to do, we want to sort of perform with the metronome because even at this level, there are accuracy issues there. And just by, just by drilling into what exactly those are and practicing and just, you know, focusing on that even temporarily, that's going to make you a better player. Okay. Uh, the bagpipe sounded great. High G is kind of funky though, like it's sharp. We can, we can drill that in and, and get that next level of performance. So, uh, really good. All right. Really, really good though. David, I hope you did, I, had, I did you justice here. Um, but yeah, we can see we got a really good score here. Um, and it was brilliant playing him. There's not a whole lot to say it, but yeah, drilling into those fundamentals will give you that much more control, right? Um, and that's sort of the cool part, um, is you can, you, you really, you've got a huge potential here to unlock a lot more, and that's cool. But uh, yeah, so there you go, there's your score. Lots of three, seven, fives, threes, and fours in there. Um, and then, yeah, Andrew, that, uh, it's funny, the tonal and tuning quality 425 becomes 435. I know, yeah, yeah. I think my, I guess, I bet you the entire column is wrong on the programming. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, guess. so the, the toning, tunal, toning, tunal quality, no, the tonal quality there is really good, but not in the sweet spot. I would imagine you're a couple percent below the sweet spot where, you know, there's just that. A little more you can get out of that read, that little sparkle. It's that extra few percent that on things like high G really make a huge difference. Um, it's Right now it's that thinnish sound that's, you know, it's in tune, but it's thin. Thin meaning we're not hearing that huge, a, a, a nice dynamic mm -hmm. range there, a sparkle, a, a depth to that high G. It's there, but you'll get a much better improvement with just a little focus on hitting the sweet spot, meaning the maximum pressure we can put through that read without any unexpected things happening. Um, that will make that bagpipe sparkle that much more. A um, couple of missing grace notes here and there. Big deal. I mean, uh, be nice to hear them, but um, yeah, rhythmic accuracy, just a, that's the lowest score there at 3.5 because I'd love to hear that metronome. Um, and, and it was definitely the weakest... It was definitely the weakest yeah. element of the performance, in my opinion, uh, was the rith like yeah. lack of rhythmic consistency. Even though you didn't hear the metronome, right? It was difficult for me to find the groove where all the other fundamentals were, were really quite good. By the way, do you know what that sound means? That means we have one last recording we have to get to. Yes, but David, uh, congratulations. Great performance.
back. Really, really nice. Thank you, David. Keep up the good work. Let's hear parts three and four next week. With the metronome, if possible. Okay. Um, the, the important thing about learning is that you always have somewhere to explore next for the next level. So, so hopefully those give you some good hints. Sven, is, the, is he the... Sven. Is he the ultimate perfect? The lucky last guy. The last guy. The the finale. And there will be no encore. There will be no encore, folks. <laughs> this is it. This Sven, is it. So. Arniston. I've never heard Sven that I know of, so um, I'm excited. Yeah, that's cool. I think Sven is is new to us. So yeah, first recording. Thank you, Sven. We're excited. Andrew, let me know when you're ready. Ready. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. So nice job there. I think you're going to hear some similar comments to, to data here. Uh, really nice bagpipe. Drones maybe not 100% locked, but really good overall. Um, again, I would in, encourage you also to explore using the metronome. Now, there were a few, um, a few fundamental errors here in the timing. Some of it was really easy to tap a foot along, which is great. But you can hear sometimes the embellishments sort of invade your vision and you're thinking, you're hearing the embellishments depose a little bit to uh, push out of the way the rhythmic accuracy. You end up with this um, slowing down in order to fit embellishments in. And we certainly want to work to avoid that at all costs. So um, getting on that metronome will keep you more honest on, will keep you on the beat, then, right? Um, but there's absolutely no reason to be nervous and um, you did a great job there. And I guess it's worth pointing out, if you're nervous doing a recording like this, right, um, that's why we do that, so that we can improve our performances. How do you practice performing except by doing this or getting out and performing in front of a judge? So that's one of the great things about doing this. Um, embellishments, some were really, really, really good, others lacking the accurate steps and again not on the downbeat so um there is there's room for huge improvement here as well sven um by looking at the fundamentals here getting that metronome working as as you say there will be really really key um all right andrew hey great job you, you didn't really get out of it here you had to do sven here what do you mean i didn't get out of it didn't get out of what? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, great job. Uh, let's see. Flight crossing noises throughout on the scale navigation. Rhythmic accuracy. Hard to find the groove exactly. Like it's not bad. The output's not bad. 
I really would like to see uh, <clears throat> the quality of the input, which uh, um, just to go with today's theme, uh, but let's get that metronome going um, and, and uh, see how accurately we can play to that. Uh, single grace note quality, pretty darn good, very crisp. Some synchronization errors. What's the most common cause of synchronization errors in grace notes? It's that lack of perfect accuracy rhythmically, right? So let's get that metronome going. Uh, hook it up to a speaker while you're recording so that uh, we can hear how you did. Uh, but it's good. It's, it's far from bad. It's very good. Uh, th yeah. These are just some suggestions. Embellishment quality, pretty good. Need to even out the steps and fit everything uh, more organically into the tune. And the longer you're around the dojo, Sven, the more this will make uh, sense to you. Uh, but it's good. Uh, dot cut quality, very good. Need more consistency in the contrast between the dot and the cut, uh, but we'll get that. Total quality, very solid. Tuning, drone's not 100% locked, like Carl said, but very good. And there you go. That's your overall score. Nice job. Nice job. A great, great first performance. And uh, yeah, sticking around the dojo, you're going to hear and improve a lot. You're going to hear a lot of things that will allow you to work on little bits and ratchet up that score. So nice job. Really, really cool. Andrew, Oof. you know what time it is? 9.30. 9.30. But we got through all the recordings this week. Again, we've got a pretty good track record. I think we're like in the 90th percentile of getting through the recordings. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. It is pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Well, another great week at the dojo, guys. Really nice recordings this week. Good improvements. Everyone's doing a really good job there. It's so cool. You guys are improving weekly. It's the goal, right? But you're succeeding at it, and that's cool. I dropped 310 frames today. My internet was a little bit iffy. Mm. But that's life. It still, it, still, it still works, so we're lucky. Whew, thanks, everybody. Thanks for the hard work. The new mission for next week will be, of course, released Friday, tomorrow morning. So take a day off today. Just listen to your recordings. See if you can hear the things we heard. Um, take a little rest. And then tomorrow, we'll start learning. Uh, start Well, you know what it's going to be. We're going to dig into the third and fourth parts of Arnst and Cat. Yeah. Uh, more, more, more opportunities to do great stuff. Exactly. I guess that's it. I think I should just hang up now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Great job. See you same place next week. See you next week.